audience mode. Does anybody have YouTube on? Can't hear anybody anymore. You're live on YouTube. Hey, YouTube. Just letting y'all know it worked. You're good. Okay. Y'all are live. We're live. Bear with us, folks. Sorry, bear with us. This is what happens when David's are, not there. Yeah, we are broadcasting from a uh, house in Sedona and uh, having kind of an impromptu setup, but we're here. Yay. Good to see everybody. Uh, I will be your host uh, tonight. Um, I am Corey Jenkins, not David Blackman. And uh, we are discussing page builders on this 77th episode of Divi Chat. Uh, for those of you who have never tuned in before, uh, Divi Chat is a weekly show where uh, us brilliant web professionals uh, from all around the world, different continents, and all kinds of exciting places get together to discuss web design and Divi. How's everybody uh, doing this afternoon? Woo-hoo! Awesome. Yeah, this Good morning, morning for Sarah. Good. <laughs> Good morning, Sarah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so tonight's topic, as I said, is uh, is page builders. We're going to kind of discuss what they are, the benefits of using them. Probably touch on a few different uh, popular page builders. Um, but before we get into that, let's uh, introduce our panel. So uh, let's start. Um, let's start here with Leslie. I'll have you go first. Hello, I'm Leslie Brunel of A Girl in Her Mac, um, and I do design stuff for WordPress sites. And you can find me at agirlinhermac.design and on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at agirlinhermac. All right, great to see you. Tammy, how are you doing? I am well today, and uh, have a new one. I'm Tammy Grant from Orlando, Florida, and I can be reached at your blog place and from flyerfreels.com. Okay, your your, your uh, sound is breaking up a little bit there, Tammy. We'll see how it, I think it'll it'll probably improve here shortly. It usually does. All right, uh, Sarah. Okay. Hi, I'm Sarah Oates from Endure Web Studios. Um, you can find me at Endure Web on the socials or endure.com.au. I'm a little chilly this morning, also a little tired. So hopefully. <laughs> My tea kicks in really soon. All right. Yeah, you look nice and cozy. It's like 90-something degrees here. so It's really cold here, and our heater is broken. So oh, if you live in Australia, our, our house is down to 16 degrees, which is not too bad, but it's still a bit chilly. Yeah, that's so okay. chilly. Yeah. I'd be All in, right. like, a comforter. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'd, be, I'd be in my Snuggie. Yep. I've got my trackies and Marg boots on. All right. All right, Timmy. Hey everybody, Tim Streifler here, broadcasting from Austin, Texas, and you can find me online at timstreifler.com, divilife.com, and wpthepodcast.com. I'm not going to lift up my leg and show you my socks. I don't think you can do that. <laughs> Come on, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Only because they're pink, right? Yeah, Let exactly. Let down. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I am uh, Corey Jenkins, tonight's host uh, from Prescott, Arizona, broadcasting to you currently from Sedona. Arizona, where we are having a uh, Aspen Grove and Divi Space retreat. We have uh, one of our team members in from uh, Cape Town, South Africa, and uh, also Jonathan from, from Canada and David from uh, Louisiana, which is like a foreign country as well. So I'm just kidding. 
All right. Uh, so page builders, Tim, do you want to kind of kick us off with uh, your, your world famous uh, definitions? And Yeah. And I have to say, I have to redeem myself from last week because I, I did the definition for th- what an LMS is and it it flopped. It was so bad. He's I been feeling bad all week. Rescued. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, before we can really think about page builders, we kind of have to take a step back and look at really like the evolution of the internet almost like back in the day, uh, websites used to be just pure HTML. And so the backend was just code. It was just HTML code, CSS code, you know, whatever. And then, uh, you know, different CMSs came out, you know, WordPress, I'm not going to go through the entire evolution of the internet, but, uh, WordPress came out and, oh, now you can like, you know, WYSIWYG and there's, uh, you can visually add your text and you know, they call it WYSIWYG. What you see is what you get. It's almost like editing a Microsoft word document. Um, obviously it wasn't truly what you see is what you get. Cause oftentimes it looked very different on the front end as it did in the editor in the back end. Um, and then after people kind of get used to, to WordPress, then page builders came into the scene. Now page builders really do are kind of like that, um, that, I guess what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the Holy grail of like websites where you can actually visually create what you want on the front end, lay it out, drag and drop rather than WordPress, which uses, you know, different theme template parts and kind of pieces it together with PHP. And so you really only can edit what the theme allows you to edit with page builders. It kind of sets your creativity free. And so you have full edge to edge canvas to be able to drag and drop and visually create your page. Um, and so that's basically what page builders are. Obviously we're going to go in more in depth here, but um, that's basically an overview of what, page builders allow you to do damn i smell redemption <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> redemption thy name is tim <laughs> that was good tim thank you good 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 I'm glad All I right. myself. <laughs> so um yeah so so maybe we can um you know kind of kind of start off maybe with our experience with with page builders uh, if, if page builders were the foyer into our web design and development experience, or if you kind of started off uh, on a different path and got sucked into the page builder world. <laughs> so, and anybody want to start about their experience? I don't mind starting because, um, well, prior to Divi, I didn't have much experience. Um, when I started, I think I, I did, a, I think what a lot of people do is I went to Theme Forest um, and those types of sites. And um, that was before I found Elegant Themes. Um, and a lot of them would come with Visual Composer uh, built in. So that was my first page builder I ever used before I knew it was a page builder. I just, I knew it was WordPress. I just figured it was a WordPress thing. Um, but, and I, I liked it a lot at first. And then uh, I had, it was really buggy a lot of times. Um, you know, it just wasn't my favorite thing to work with. And then I found Elegant Themes. Um, this was pre-Divi though, but I really liked how, you know, they had like what I think there's 20 or 30 themes at the time um but yeah so then I went there and then I went to Divi and I've honestly never tried Elementor or Beaver Builder um I've heard mostly just good things about both um I will I will be honest and say the first time I saw Elementor I remember thinking huh Divi looks a lot like that and I know um Elementor came or was it Beaver Builder well, one of whichever it was, it came out first. So I was like, okay, well, I, I guess they kind of look alike. So I don't know. That was my first impression. Um, but yeah, I'm a Divi person. So <laughs> yeah, too much to say on that. Yeah, I, I think most of us are probably. Yeah. Divi people being on Divi. <laughs> I've actually never used Divi before. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <come on. laughs> 
So, so Dibby Lion. Can you guys hear me? Now? It, it's still it's still choppy. Little choppy. Oh, yeah. I don't want to sound like Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> you want to you want to go next, Tammy, and we'll see how it kind of plays out with your audio there. Yes. Yes. How how's that? It's, That's okay. It's still better. choppy. It's it's better. Okay. Okay. Um, was uh, but then I hand coded websites. So uh, after using Divi, I think it's it's I would say it's the most uh, intuitive builder that I've seen so far. Uh, Elementor has been on my list of things to do, and I have a, a client now that's moving to Divi that's using um, I think it's called um, gosh, Site Origin. That's it. Uh, have any of you all had experience with it? No, I, I haven't. haven't. I, I've heard of it. No, but I haven't. Heard of it. No, well, no, I'm just getting to know it today. Today was the day that I started uh, filling around in the back end and uh, migrating the site so that I can change it to Divi. But it's not at all set up like Divi. The um, page builders are. Visual builder, I've only seen it. I haven't really worked with it. So I think uh, after using uh, Divi for the first time for all the page builders, I'm kind of spoiled now. I think it's I think that it's laid out is is much easier to use and uh, and design uh, from scratch. So if you wanted to, you know, lay out the page, it just feels like it's a lot easier. So yeah. Although I plan to try the Elementor, I, I still think I'm going to be a Divi girl. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we all we all know a lot of people who have um not jumped ship but have definitely started playing with Elementor. Um and they Yeah. Yeah. I've seen some people go to the elementary side and then come back. <laughs> and come back. <laughs> <laughs> never see again there. In the elementary black hole. Shiny object syndrome, you know, the new kid on the block, you know, lots of flashy features, maybe has some stuff Divi doesn't have, and then they go and they try it out and realize, okay, well, yeah, it's good, but, you know, I know Divi and Divi has things Elementor doesn't have and stuff. Yeah. For me, I, I actually found Elegant Themes the day I discovered WordPress. Um, and so Elegant Themes has been part of my, my WordPress journey since, since day one. Um, and so Divi was the first page builder that, that I ever used. I, I have dabbled a little bit with Elementor, really just kind of testing it out. And then I've actually built a, a, an entire site with Beaver um, because the, the client wanted to specifically use Beaver. So I kind of had to learn it. Um, and I would say, yeah, kind of like what Leslie was saying, like, you know, there's a reason why people love them and they're, they're great. They're solid products. Absolutely. I think at the end of the day, I'm, I'm Divi still 100%. Um, and we can get into to that in a little bit. All right. Uh, well, I'm, I'm similar. Um, I had built one site with a theme that I bought from Envato Market um, when I first started with WordPress. And then after that, the next theme that I bought was with Elegant Themes. And so it was, I think, Vertex. And I used Vertex on a site. And then I think after that, I started jumping into... Divi, I might have used a couple other elegant themes once, but yeah, it was pretty close soon into the journey for me. Um, I The only other uh, page builder I've used is a plug-in one. What's that really horrible plug-in one that was really popular? But a lot Visual of, Composer? Yeah, Visual, Visual Composer. So That's Visual Composer is one that I've used a couple of <laughs> times and I hated it, hated it. It was awful. And then 
I got into Divi, got very used to using Divi and then a client made me use Visual Composer and I just, it took me like three times as long to do anything and it was so confusing. And then another client came to me recently with Visual Composer and I said, we would be better off rebuilding it. Even if it looked exactly the same, we would still be better off rebuilding it because you're not going to have to ask me to do every single thing because you can't do anything yourself. So Visual Composer is kind of my only other experience in page builders and that was a horrible experience and that's been enough to make me hesitant about spending time in another page builder and I I've meant to play around in Elementor and I just haven't had the time to so at some point I'll play around with that and probably Beaver Builder as well Beaver Builder guys were so nice when we met them at OC they were like they made me yeah. feel really bad that I was so like Divi Divi because they were so <laughs> lovely and they weren't like upset about us using TV or anything they were just really nice guys and it made me want to use their product so yeah they're they're very supportive of the uh wordpress community and from from what i've read i mean you read reviews and what other um develop you know like real popular developers are using and a lot of them are on the beaver builder side as well um yeah yeah i kind of started uh Man, I'm, I'm getting old now that I think back at how long I've been doing this. Um, started in uh, kind of the, the HTML, CSS type sites. And then I, I remember we um, hired this uh, developer who came in and he started showing us like PHP and how we didn't have to like recreate all these elements in each like HTML document. And it was like, awesome. And then <laughs> so we, we were building websites like that for a while. And then um, another designer came in and showed us WordPress. And this was back like 2007. And um, so at that time, you know, th- things were pretty rudimentary. I-, I think Visual Composer was probably one of those first ones to come around. I, I know there's some yeah, other I think they were. page builder themes and things like that uh, that were out at, at the time. Um, but yeah, and, and then I kind of went the route, like like Leslie was saying, um, you know, to, uh, to, you know, to where uh, you were using like theme forests and I would like, okay, this client wants this type of theme. I'm going to, and it was just a mess, you know, with support and stuff. Um, I had been an Elegant Themes uh, subscriber. This was pre-Dibby. And I was just kind of like not feeling it. I was actually getting ready to let my Elegant Themes license uh, expire. And then this was like right before my first WordCamp I ever went to. Like I got the email about Dibby. And so this whole like this whole uh, WordCamp, I was like nerding out on Dibby. And so (laughs) it it was kind of funny how it all all came to fruition. And I just quit my job to become a uh, full-time like web designer had no idea um, how I was going to pull it off, but thank you, Dibby. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So. I, I think what makes page builders so popular and, and I guess, let me say it's funny how every time a new feature comes out for Divi, there's always like in the Facebook groups, there's always, or even like on the elegant themes blog post, there's always people that bring up the fact, like I'm a little nervous that you're going to make this so easy and simple that clients aren't going to need to hire professionals like us anymore. And they're just going to be able to do it themselves. And so I think the answer to that is also the reason why page builders are so popular is it doesn't design the website for you. It just takes out a lot of the coding that used to be required to build, you know, a custom website, you know, even with WordPress, even if you were using a a theme, you'd have to customize the theme, but like, unless you knew PHP, you really couldn't customize it all that much. And if you wanted to build a custom theme for WordPress, you had to know PHP in order to do, you know, the page templates and all that. Where, like with Divi and other page builders, it 
completely eliminates that. And now like a designer can come in and just design the site. And obviously there's, you know, the more, you know, with CSS, JavaScript, and we've talked about that, the more you can do and kind of push its limits. But um, at the end of the day, like the website's not going to design itself. And you could have someone that has no design experience put together a website, but it's going to look like garbage because there's a lot more that goes into it, you know, planning the the layout and, and the colors and getting the right images and stuff that goes into creating a, a custom website. Yeah. yeah I, like, I like, 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 like with Divi, I know Divi extremely well and I can put together a page, but then you have, you know, somebody like Sarah or Leslie, like, you know, or Tammy going there, who's like a designer and it's amazing what they can do compared to, you know, I, yeah, I know all the elements um, I know Divi very well, but I, you know, I'm not like a, you know, brilliant, like designer, like, you know, some of these people are in the Divi community. So there's definitely a difference. Yeah. And I think um, if, if there's someone who really wants to build a website themselves, they're going to build it themselves. And Elegant Themes has plenty of templates out there. So people can, you know, buy their license and then go and use a template and that's fine. They can put it together. Well, they're not the clients we're looking for anyway. So that's fine. That's like a whole different segment of the market. The clients that we're looking for want a custom website that's been designed specifically for their business that's going to help them achieve what they're trying to achieve for their business. And they don't understand how the web works. They haven't like spent time learning where people are likely to click or how colors interact in the way people work when they look at a website or what's going to happen when it gets to mobile. So like even aside from visual design, there's understanding how the web works. So that's what they're paying for partly. And like all of my websites have tons of CSS. So I know Divi can do it without CSS. I know they can. And for the people who want to do it themselves, they can do it themselves. It's, it's not like Elegant Themes doesn't let you do it yourself. You can. But every website I've done has tons of CSS. But what I do is I use Divi as a selling point. So I will show my clients how Divi works in the back end when I'm selling them the client, specifically because every time they come to me and say, I want to be able to edit my own content. I want to be able to put up blog posts. I don't want to have to call you every time I want to change an image. And so for me, the fact that as a page builder, that's the selling point. That's the thing where they know they don't have to do all the CSS. They know it's going to be custom built for them. But it's also super, super, super easy for them to be able to change their own content or even change around some columns or, you know, like get a little dabbly, which is sometimes a bit scary. But most of my clients will literally just change out content, change out photos, write blog posts. That's it. But they feel really empowered because it's a page builder. And no, a lot of those, those DIYers, they start out trying to do it themselves using a template, like you said, Sarah. And then like, I've gotten people contacting me, you know, they find a, one of my tutorials online and be like, Hey, I tried to do it myself. You know, I'm building a website for my company and you know, I'm, I'm not getting as far as I would hope because using a template and actually having a custom website are, are totally different. And even yeah. though you get started, you don't have to code. Like you said, there's so much stuff that goes into it and they're, you know, and so a lot of, so Divi's bringing in all those people. So if anything, those features are bringing the professionals that are marketing themselves as Divi professionals, even more business because of all the DIYers that Elegant Themes is bringing. Yeah. In. Yeah. I get a bit of work like that where they just say, Hey, can you just like finesse it a bit? Like I've done a pretty good job, which usually they have. And it's often just like unifying padding and making sure all the fonts like match across the site and the buttons right. match across the side. Or like if they've brought in a whole lot of different templates, it's kind of a patchwork quilt and so just like unifying it sometimes is where they they need the help but they've done an okay job on their own sometimes they just need to pay like just a few hours for someone to just top it off a little bit 
Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the thing about layouts is as you start trying to replicate pages and, you know, go from your homepage to an about page to a contact page, you start to lose that consistency that a true designer is, is actually able to provide regardless of, of the tool to where the do it yourself or isn't going to grasp that until they have like a lot of, a lot of practice, at which point they become a web designer actually <laughs> themselves. So. Also, yeah. a lot of, a lot of um, DIY people get started um, building a site themselves until they business grow. And uh, we found that partnering with them to provide the design support that they need on an hourly basis, um, they've grown to become major clients and are when they're ready for a professional designer to build their websites there, you're right there. So in my experience, the, the page builder really opened up a whole new avenue of work. I think we spend about 30% of our time uh, being uh, people who are DIY people with uh, either some custom codes or uh, some designs for uh, one page at a time. Sometimes we get that kind of work too. So my experience, the page builder is uh, really increased business. Mm-hmm. It's done the opposite of what people would think. That's something to note because I see, um, you know, a lot of people kind of posting like, well, how do I get work and what other kinds of work can I do? Things like there's a market out there for people who can, like Sarah said, just come in and finesse. I used to mm-hmm. offer that service. I know Tammy has. I mean, it, you know, there's ways that I think that's was one of the best things about Divi is the library and stuff really opens up ways to make money, like micro web design, you know, little web design jobs that aren't necessarily building an entire site. If that's not your thing, you actually don't have to do that. Um, mm-hmm. You can make a pretty decent living finessing, you know, what what's already been started. Um, so yeah, and actually yesterday, I just, it was really, I have to bring up the Divi library again, because um, well, I was going to ask you guys who have used Beaver or Elementor, is it a standard thing that page builders come with the library? Or is that a Divi thing? Because I, I wasn't sure. I think Divi was the first to have it, but I think all of the major players have it now. Okay. okay. Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen it in, in uh, Elementor, um, for sure. Um, I'm not 100% sure about, about Beaver, but... Yeah, okay. it's in Beaver. Well, I just did a quick redesign for um, a client I've had for a long time. Um, and it was just so easy because I, you know, I didn't even migrate the whole site. She has a lot of posts, so I didn't even touch those. I just did, you know, her five the pages, imported the layouts, switched out the CSS. That was it. I mean, it was like 10 minutes. So, I mean, it just made it incredibly easy. And I know how to code, but I don't have to, you know, in that instance. So, Yeah, I'm amazed at the, like, there are definitely times with the um, global modules where, I'll just use some of the um, settings rather than going in and doing all the CSS because it's kind of the same thing. I know a lot of coders out there will say, no, 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 use the CSS. And like on the most part, I will use the CSS, but sometimes with global modules, you just don't need to. And if you know you're only going to use this global module one time in this one circumstance, then you can just do the stuff in the There's setting. always those little exceptions where you're like, nah, this is really best suited for that. Yeah, I think yeah. it. <laughs> it just doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter to the client, and, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think with, with page builders, that definitely is a, a selling point to, to clients because a lot of them do ask, like, after this is built, like, am I going to be able to jump in there and change up pictures? And, and I, I guess with a content management system as a whole, but then you put a, a page builder on top of it. And I, I think it really like lowers the client's guard. Like, you know, yeah. when you are talking to them about building their website, like, oh, okay, 
I can in the middle of the night jump in there if I you know forgot if my price changed on this product and if I don't change it I'm going to lose money on it. Um, so so it really is a good selling point. I'm amazed at how many clients have come to me and said we specifically said to our last web designer that we wanted to be able to change content and we just can't like we can't do anything without them and even though and when I get into the website like they probably could have done it by themselves but it felt overwhelming and either they weren't given the training or it didn't have something like a Patreon where it was easy enough for them to do it so technically yeah they could have done it but they would have needed html like it's ridiculous and you just think like the amount of web designers who are saying yes you can change it yourself but they're not giving them that ability the page builder really is the game changer with that, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and even with WordPress, it can still get confusing because, you know, the content could be in a, in a widget. It could be in a, in a, you know, plugin or in the customizer, mm-hmm. just, just all kinds of different things. But a page builder definitely does kind of simplify that. Yeah. And even more so with the visual builder, like for most of my clients, because they're literally just changing out content and images, a lot of them are choosing to use the visual builder now because they can see exactly what they're doing. And with text, you can literally just click in it and start typing. That's made a really big difference for a lot of my clients. Yeah. So, so we, I guess we've kind of talked about the benefit um, to clients, which has somewhat led to the benefit as a designer or developer, but maybe we can touch a bit more on what the benefits are to us, the, you know, the ones like building it for, for customers um, as far as like workflow goes and, and different ways that we, that we use the tools that are in page builders. Well, yeah, I, I know for me, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, Tim. no, you go ahead. You go ahead, Les. I was just going to say that, um, I mean, the one for me using Divi all the time is I know the classes. I know I don't have to relearn something all the time. You know, I, I, even though I kind of start out with a, a child theme of my basic plugins and stuff and import that. Um, it's just a pretty fast workflow when you work with the same tool all the time, you know, and yeah. if it's working for you. Which is probably the yeah. same for anyone. Like if anyone's with Beaver Builder and they're using it all the time, it'd be the same thing. Like it doesn't, it's right. not that Divi has the ultimate workflow, although we would all say so because that's what we're used to. Whatever one you're using, if you can get away with using it again and again, just knowing that tool is going to make it a much faster process. Yeah. David and I actually had an entire podcast episode on that with WP, the podcast. I think it was somewhere along the lines titled as the benefits of choosing and sticking with a theme framework. And and we consider Divi and Beaver in Elementor to be frameworks because it's not just a one single one-off theme anymore. And and if you're talking about Leslie, like getting to know the theme and and all that, um, like if you kind of look at the old way you know, using even elegant themes, using one of the themes to like create a website or going to uh, Envato theme forest to, to find a, a theme for a specific website. And it was kind of like one and done and you might reuse it later down the road for something else. Um, but it was, you know, there's only even like the multi-purpose themes that like advertises be multi-purpose before page builders, like, you know, there's only so much you can do, but with Beaver or with Divi and page builders and Beaver, um, Elementor, I guess I can mention them as well. Um, it really opens up to where you can create any type of website with that one theme. And so not only do you get to, to know, you know, all the CSS, but you learn like its strengths and even its limitations, you know, like that certain things Divi's not that great with. And so you need to use this third party plugin over here, or, you know, you, you know, find a workaround here. And so when you learn the ins and outs, you kind of, you can anticipate those things and it makes it a lot smoother process when you're actually building a website. Yeah. I, I think the one piece of advice, like I, I tell people, obviously 
I'm a Divi user and I preach Divi, but if there's, um, you know, sometimes a, a WordCamp or like a WordPress meetup or something, you'll have people come up to you and ask you for advice on, on different things. My number one piece of advice is stop hopping from software to software, you know, and stop using different themes and, and theme forest and find what's going to work best for you, test a few different things and then, and stick to it. Um, choose, mm. choose more of like a framework as opposed to, you know, to, to buying a, you know, theme specific for, for one use, um, you know, because ultimately your, your knowledge of that's going to grow, you're going to become uh, faster at using it, more efficient. And so that's usually like the, the advice that, that I give to people um, who are trying to find direction coming into the web development world. I call that shiny software syndrome where it's yeah. like new software comes out like, Ooh, what's this? And you kind of come over here and then you can, you know, something else comes out. They're the new kid on the block and you, you know, go and try that over there rather than yeah, learning it and really getting familiar with it. Yeah. And I see, I see a lot of trouble with app Simo. I see a lot of in the Facebook groups, not only with the page builders, you know, somebody who might be using Divi and then they're like, and then I'm trying out like Beaver builder and three other ones at the same time. And, and they're yeah. trying you know, to, to juggle all these different, Things, but yeah, I, I also see it in um, you know CRMs and, and all kinds of different software, like like you were saying, let's say like AppSumo, like oh I'm a using a CRM, but I can buy this for like forty dollars one time and I'm gonna try it out. <laughs> I listen to heaps of productivity <laughs> podcasts, and a lot of them talk about like to do lists and how all these people continually buy new to do lists. But the problem is, it's not about like the functionality. Most of them have the functionality you need. The problem is people don't spend the time to actually get to know it and actually use it. Make it a habit. So they spend all the time like switching all of their tasks to new um, to-do mm-hmm. list programs. And so they figure it's the program that's the problem. And I would say like for Divi, when I started building, I know Divi's capabilities have changed. So that's obviously, you know, that has to be taken into to account. But I am so much faster at building websites now with Divi than I ever used to be. And some of that has to do with the fact that I just know how it works now. I know a lot of the classes. I know a lot of the way the padding works. I know like you just understand conceptually how it works. So of course you're going to be faster with it when you're spending more time in it. And yes, this capability has got better and will continue to get better. So obviously that makes a difference as well. I would say global modules was the one thing that really turned things for me. Like that probably made the biggest difference to, and the library to, building faster and probably better quality for clients in the long run when I go back to sites that didn't have global modules and then I have to recreate them and I think oh my gosh like you know it made it made a big difference when global and the library came along for sure one thing I've realized that's funny is like you learn Divi so well and you learn like it's glitches you know it's like it's little bugs and then you like anticipate them and you have your little workarounds and then all of a yeah. sudden you one day you stumble across like oh hey they fixed that and it's like this <laughs> and so used to like and you used to be fun. working around yeah. it for like all this time <laughs> now i yeah. can get rid of that one line of code that i always put in <laughs> yeah exactly. yeah and, and, and every every software every page builder is going to have its quirks totally. and, yeah. and bugs and that's just kind of like the nature of the beast with any like dynamic database driven uh, software that you're using that, you know, that changes and then WordPress updates and then Divi, you know, has bugs pop up and um, it, it's, it's just kind of, kind of how it goes. So I know, I know sometimes like things um, are frustrating to people and they might throw you off on a project and kind of get blown out of proportion, but um, it's, it, it's the same with every, with every page builder. I, I'm sure that's done that more than others, but. 
you can use that to your advantage. You know, that's just something else you could say, you know, I'm, I'm a Divi expert. You see a lot of people like, you know, I'm a Divi expert and I know how to fix a, You can charge for knowing how to navigate these little bugs that people find mm-hmm. um, that you kind of have to deal with. So that's something else, you know, it, um, I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen like the beaver builder experts, but I'm sure they're out there. <laughs> I mean, people are yeah. looking for that. <laughs> so have any of you used the builder on uh, different themes? I have uh, used it on, um, I think one of the, uh, oh, no. you're breaking up again, Tammy. Uh, in answer to your question, no, I haven't ever used the Divi Builder on another theme. I kind of meant it was another thing. I meant to try it out on another theme, but I never have. I don't know if anyone else. I, has haven't, I haven't either. I, I've used it um, in Genesis um oh. before and and mm. uh, I, I think it was uh keith davis has an article on divi builder and genesis but uh for me it worked it worked pretty smoothly i had also used it as speaking of we were talking about visual composer we were building a new site for a client it was going to take a while they had to get content and approval um you know from their higher ups but she needed stuff done on her current site so within that site there was mixed like visual composer which is terrible um, I, I, like, you know, for me, I just couldn't find my way around it. The client didn't like it. And then, so we just started using on that site that was existing, um, the Divi builder plugin to spin up some new pages quickly. And then finally we got her new site on, on Divi and she was happy, but so, so you can intermix. Yeah. <laughs> so one thing I want to bring up because this gets argued a lot, you know, we're talking about page builders and people will say, you know, why page, uh, you know, one page, page builder is better than the other specifically with Divi, people always argue the short code argument with Divi. And they say Divi is based on short code. So if you ever switch themes, it leaves a mess of short codes all in your content. And yes, technically that is true. If you just go and willy nilly go change themes without doing any other work, like, yes, you will have short codes. A way around that is to use the builder plugin like we were just talking about. Um, But like 95% of the time, if someone's going to, like have a redesign. They're not just going to change themes. They're going to redesign the pages. And so, you know, usually, at least from my experience and most people I've talked to, you don't just change themes. You, you know, have a different, you know, yeah. version of the website and you copy content over, you, you know, do the new layout and everything. And so the whole short code yeah. thing never comes into play. Um, it's normal to have to redo shit. I mean, yeah. it be if yeah. I feel yeah. like the, the only demographic of people that would just like change themes on a whim would be like bloggers. And, yeah. um, you know, for that, it's like, okay, like, yeah, you know, most people don't use the, uh, the Divi builder on blog posts. And so that's not really an issue. And then if you do, yeah, yeah use the, the yeah, the, I, I was going to say on, on blog, on blog heavy sites, like blog centric sites, that's, that's the only area where it does concern me, like using the, the Divi builder, like on every okay. single page, because okay. even though you're not, you're not switching themes. Like if I'm, if I'm, um, you know, setting up, uh, a site for, you know, for a new client, we're using Divi. Um, I'll, we'll pull their content over. Like you were saying, Tim, um, you know, we'll, we'll copy it and paste it in, into the new theme. And we have gone Divi to Divi before as well. But um, where you do have that concern is like, you know, if you have like 400 blog posts, a lot of times you just export those and you, you know, migrate them over um, using the WordPress, WordPress, like exporter importer. So that's, that's the only time where it can become kind of an issue. Um, but uh, yeah, 
we're we're actually we're uh, semi working on a on a solution for it. I know people have looked into solutions um, for that before in the past. So hopefully soon it's going to be like a complete non-issue. But if yeah, you if you're fun. migrating like Divi blog post to another Divi site, that shouldn't matter, right? If if <sighs> if, if the blog posts are using the Divi builder. Well, it, it depends on all the inline styles and, and things like that that they have in if they don't match like the new sites, um, you know, like like styling and, and stuff like that. Oh, so they're going to redo all the like, inline styles and modules and stuff. And it like the modules, doesn't match, yeah, doesn't match the new everything. Like, whatsoever. Yeah. So so that's that's the only time it's like a major concern. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, right. I, I found that most times people just want to like, they often want their new content anyway. So I, I tend to just start a website brand new, like even if it's, I don't know, depends how many pages it is, but most of the time I don't even import, like I'll just copy and paste, but yeah, blogs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but as long as it's not, as long as it's not too many, then it's pretty easy to copy and paste. And I, I personally have never done like a, a straight theme switch, you know? <laughs> Like, yeah. I don't know what people expect. Like, it's going to be the same, like anything that you use, like you put a new theme on there, you're not just going to press like this new theme and then everything is going to look <laughs> and it's going to look yeah. just, like a new theme. And yeah. Yeah. Regardless of page builders, it never, that never works out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I guess we can kind of, um, kind of dive into the, uh, to the different um, types of, of page builders. Um you know, I, I guess there's a few different categories. There's, um, there's themes, you know, which would be kind of like the Divi theme has the, uh, the Divi builder built into it. Um, and then there's, you know, plugins, which, you know, Elementor is more of just a plugin that you can throw on different frameworks and use. Um, so do we want to kind of, kind of talk about that? Some of the popular page builders, what the differences might, might be, what we've heard, what we've experienced. Yeah, I can speak to Beaver Builder, you know, versus Divi, just uh, from my experience. Uh, so Beaver has, Beaver's more of a plugin and they have a free version in the repository. Uh, it's, you know, Beaver Builder Lite or something like that. I don't really know what the limitations are. And then the paid version, but they also have a Beaver theme. And so um, I use the Beaver theme with the builder. And uh, basically it's similar to Divi in a lot of ways. It doesn't have a backend builder. It's only front end. Um, and so you have to be okay with that while using it. I know a lot of people, you know, prefer a backend block, you know, like builder. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but overall it was, it was a good user experience. I enjoyed it because of my experience with Divi. I was able to kind of quickly learn it and kind of, you know, see the, the, the differences. I would say the biggest difference between Beaver Builder and Divi is Divi has a lot more, like design settings built in. So for example, being able to do, you know, drop shadows and gradients and animations and stuff like that. Beaver really doesn't have any of those extra things. Um, and I think kind of the demographic that they're going after more of like the, you know, people that are a little more development savvy prefer it that way. It's lighter weight. There's not as many settings. And then, you know, they can do the, all those things with CSS. And so, again, if you're going to be doing that, you have to be okay with, if you want to add a shadow or a gradient or whatever, you have to be okay with, you know, hand coding that with CSS. Um, but overall, it was, I mean, it's a, definitely a solid, well-built, well-built page builder. Yeah, I, I have seen the people, you know, like the Chris, Chris Lemmas and, and, you know, some of the, some of the uh, developers who are also big bloggers and out there in the WordPress world a lot of them do um do use and recommend uh, beaver builder but i think we've seen it here in the divi community 
the more we're out there, I, I think it was like the first couple of years we were out at word camps and stuff. People were kind of like, you know, turning their noses up at us, um, yeah. you know, wearing Divi t-shirts and talking about Divi, but it seems like lately people are coming up to you and actually, actually like asking you questions about Divi, like really interested in the, in the community. So it seems like it's, yeah, it, was, it was real different from one year to the next. Yeah. yeah now, now they're letting us speak at word camps. So <laughs> yeah. And yeah, now you, they're you, just talking to us. Yeah. You don't <laughs> see, you don't see like, uh, you know, friended me. <laughs> yeah. Like I haven't seen like, like elementary nation and like meetups and, and things yeah. like that. So Divi has like amassed this huge, uh, cult like following. Yeah. Cult like following. And I, I think it's, I mean, it's attributed to, uh, you know, elegant themes and, and, and what they've done to build the community, but also because it's good software. If the software was terrible, then... Yeah, we, if we it wouldn't... sucked, they wouldn't be as popular as it is. No. So, yeah. we, wouldn't, we wouldn't embrace it. So I think I, I think next uh, next would be like Elementor, I know, is is uh, gaining a bit of, a bit of market share. Um, has anybody yeah, sure. dabbled in that a bit, a bit more or could speak kind of on... I played with a, a demo maybe six months ago. Um, so I don't have a, a lot of experience with it. it. It's similar to Divi. I didn't really, you can, I feel like you can't really give it a good review until you've built a real website, you know, even just yeah. kind of playing around, you know, it's going to yeah. work smoothly. It's when you actually like put it to the test on a like real live client site that you can really, you know, and so I haven't done that, but overall from what I saw, it was nice. Some of the the things that people really like that Divi doesn't have um, is columns more than more than yeah. four columns being able to easily change the width of the columns and stuff like that and that's like seems to be a, a big selling point yeah that would be huge i like i i feel like that's a really big uh thing that a lot of people are asking for in the Divi community and i feel like surely that's going to come along like i think that's the main big selling point like yeah you know. I, I, I have seen um nick has made a a few comments that weren't weren't you know directly saying what they were going to do but i i do know that um there are going to be some releases out which do allow you to have more you know more columns and more control over the columns yeah. so uh, nick's you know, alluded to that in, in some comments on their blog post he also alluded to header like oh, more yeah. functionality header. with that's yeah, coming yeah yeah header and and i think that'll be a big part. game changer yeah I, I would anticipate, my guess is within the next month, there'll be a full-blown header builder in Divi. And footer. And I footer, reckon they'll, yeah. I reckon they'll add a footer builder so you don't have to use page builder everywhere, which I love, by the way, and keep using page builder everywhere. I don't sell it. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, it's amazing. But I'm really looking forward to the day when it's built into Divi because, you know, at the moment you can't do the front-end editor with page builder everywhere, for example. But when they add that and when they add columns, I feel like they're going to be really at the head of things. Like I, the things I'm hearing people switching to Elementor for, I think are those. Yeah. I'm not hearing other things. Yeah. The next I round heard- of updates, I think are going to put a lot of third-party plugins, make them obsolete, you know, with mm-hmm. the being able to do dynamic content and, and, you know, create archive pages and, and category pages and stuff like yeah. that, as well as like the header builders. So, so you can donate to mine and Tim's uh, GoFundMe. Uh, <laughs> hey, as long as they don't, yeah, come out with a, a pop-up builder or a promo bar builder, then I'm good. <laughs> yeah, except everyone who's doing SJ's course will know how to do it themselves soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his, his course is. isn't on PHP though; only CSS and jQuery. That's true. That's true. <laughs> 
question because I've seen it. Um, okay, because so Gutenberg is coming out soon, and some people refer to Gutenberg as a page builder. Can one of y'all talk about how that, how Gutenberg is, you know, kind of affecting the page builder game? Is it really considered the page builder, or is that what some people are calling it? Not yet. I, I don't think it's, it, it can't do anything close to what Divi can do now. To me, but I mean, like, what the intent, like, right now it's yeah. just beta, right? But is it going to be a page? I, I think eventually it will be able to do like full websites, you know, um, complete 100% width. Right now it's only like the content area of the theme, I believe. Right. Um, and so it's kind of like a, like a very, it's like a page builder light. Like it's almost it's, more like a story yeah. builder than it's, it's yeah. It's like a like a story builder, and I, I think where where it's initially going to take off is is with bloggers and um, yeah. yeah and, and and I think you know Gutenberg is is going to involve going to evolve into more of a um, a a page builder. But I think I think a lot of that's going to be attributed to the third party developers uh, that are going to take hold. You know the Gutenberg blocks and come out with these robust features that we all are in love with on Divi and stuff. Now, do I think it's going to completely take away market share from page builders anytime soon? No, um, because page builders can still be used in conjunction. Um, yeah. You know, Gutenberg is released. You don't have to use Gutenberg. You can, you know, you can use the, the traditional um, WordPress editor and Divi's going to work just, just the same. I think that's the biggest misconception um, I see is that you, you have no choice and there is a choice. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Your, you know, your, your client sites aren't all of a sudden going to, going to crash. Um, you know, uh, it's not going to, not going to be the, uh, you know, the WordPress apocalypse like some people <laughs> think it's going to be because that would be a disaster for millions of websites <laughs> around the world. But um, I, I think, things are eventually going to become more Gutenberg centric and built around uh, the Gutenberg blocks and it's going to evolve from there. Maybe um, it'll actually help in terms of that blog issue. So we'll be able to help clients do the blog part of it in Gutenberg, but then have the rest of the site styled in Divi. Yeah. So then, you know, that it doesn't cause those issues when you're wanting to change. Ooh, between good thinking, Sarah. Yeah, yeah and, it could and, be good. <laughs> like there could be really good parts to it. Yeah, and and it's you know the blocks working with them are are somewhat similar to to Divi. You know, you, you choose you know where the where the blocks go and kind of what the layout of the of the page is going to be, um, and and you can put different content in those blocks, but not nearly as as robust at, at this point. Um, the, the big change the big change is in in the code base. Um, hmm. You know, kind of going from the current code base and into Gutenberg is going to be where like a lot of that. Um, changes are but uh, like I said it's it's not going to completely crash everything yeah yeah, because it's really like page builders are built around like the existing theme structure of WordPress and so with Gutenberg it's kind of a shift towards you know getting away from that uh, you know because we, we talked about this on the Gutenberg episode where uh, WordPress is built on PHP, PHP is almost looked at as like old school now and like having, you know, front end like JavaScript libraries like React, you know, running the show, that's kind of like, you know, the new wave of technology. And so Gutenberg, you know, running on React and stuff. And so I feel like page builders are going to have to adapt, not just to like stay competitive, but also to like stay within, like Corey said, like the new code base of what WordPress is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd suggest to, you know, somebody who's, who's, not sure and and uh hearing things like this like uh try gutenberg out you can you know you can you can install it on you know on a website spin up a 
development site, put it on there, play around with it. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. And you kind of see the direction that, that WordPress is going with it. Um, but yeah, enough with the sky is falling type stuff. <laughs> and, I'm and sure that, it was a vibe. I remember when the visual builder came and everyone was like, Oh my gosh, we're not going to have jobs anymore. It's going to be yeah. terrible. I'm like, no, it's giving me jobs. Like, yeah. My clients want this stuff. Yeah, and, and now it's like, how come the plugin isn't working with the, you know, the visual builder and uh, people are starting to get used to it. And uh, and I, I think if you look at some of the early versions of WordPress to what it is now even, some people, if they would have saw that shift, would have, uh, you know, what, and, and I think there have been a few steps like that in, in, in WordPress's history where people were like so concerned and then it ended up just being kind of a, a blip on the on the radar. So I, I think Gutenberg's going to be a bigger blip, but we shall see. But that is a good episode to listen back on from this one um, is, is the Gutenberg episode. So yeah. uh, and any other page builders uh, we haven't discussed? Um there's a few people in the chat just saying that they've used some different ones, um, but they're other ones we've already talked about, Beaver Builder. And um, someone was saying they've used, John Cooper said, I've used Beaver Builder in addition to Divi. Um, and Did he mean at the same time or just separately? Um, I don't know. I have seen people Maybe asking in the group, so what if I put two page builders on one? Yeah. I just don't know why yeah. you'd want to. <laughs> which I, I did say I had done because uh, uh, that, that one client who had the site that was using Visual Builder was like panicking one of these new pages up. I was like, let's just put the Divi oh, yeah. on here. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a rare, a rare time. Yeah, but yeah. I, there weren't any like conflicts or anything like that. So I would say don't do it unless you have to. Um, John, John said he used them separately. He was just oh, saying okay. that. He used them. Okay. Yeah, There's it's else talking about a baby builder with Genesis as well. I um, have y'all heard of Ox- Oxygen? No, um, heard of it. I think I've seen a Facebook ad for it. Never. No, I, I paid. Uh, they had like a, it wasn't a, a crowdfunding thing or or anything, but they had like something like a. If you know, you bought this price, you you get it in future future features yeah. or whatever. So I paid like a hundred bucks because it looked really cool. And I I feel that this is probably like two years ago, I think, and I still haven't really opened it. But um, but it's still around. I just looked it up, and uh, I'm I'm yeah. not sure. I don't remember if it was a page builder. I feel like it was definitely it geared towards like people it. to be you know simple and kind of things around. But um, but yeah, I'm kind of curious about that one now. Apparently, it what? looks like it. I also bought into was it King yeah. something King something or other. I bought it, never used it. <laughs> <laughs> what are what are the other? Um, there's a couple popular ones on um. Theme Forest, I think it's like X and then um, Aveda. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Aveda. I've only heard terrible (laughs) things about Aveda, but they have a big following, I think. Yeah, I think they they were both released before they had page builders and they got pretty popular. And then to stay competitive, they like created builders. Well, I I thought thought X or one of those used like a kind of like separate page builder, like a page builder that they've integrated into the theme or maybe. That could be true. Yeah. I think, yeah. So King Composer was the one that I bought into and I've just had a look at their website. It actually looks all right. Like I haven't tried it, don't know, it but you know, it looks all right still. It's so not, there's plenty true. out there. Like it amazes me that there there's a lot actually. There. Yeah. And even, I feel like there's only a few, but actually there's a lot. Yeah. And, and even, um, even elegant themes had like, didn't they have like a page builder type plugin before D 
Divi was released. I, I think it like used like short codes and you could do like oh yeah yeah you always had short code. something to like be able to use other bits and pieces. Yeah. You yeah, couldn't yeah. it wasn't just a... out of the box. There was like an extra step to like make short codes work, I think. Okay. They had, they they had a like a, a landing page theme that introduced like this builder and it was like drag and drop um, in the back end, similar to like the modern Divi back end builder, but obviously not nearly as, as good. And then they release it as a, a, a builder plugin. Uh, and people were so confused. I remember because Divi was out and there's like the separate builder plugin and people were like trying to use them together, kind of like people do with the, the yeah. new Divi builder plugin. But they're like, you know, it was way kind of old school. But I saw somewhere, it might have been in that like like year in review or like Divi timeline post that talked about that plugin that they released that like in, in some ways kind of set the stage for Divi because they had learned a lot while creating that that like helped them create the foundation of, of Divi. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Thanks for yeah. that in, that little tidbit, Tim. Yeah, and once again, <laughs> once again, you don't have to put the the Divi the Divi Builder plugin on the Divi theme. Oh yeah, you don't need it with this. <laughs> Not as bad as it used to be. All right, well, I think we covered a a lot of ground. Um, yeah. are, are there? I, I'm having a hard time bringing up YouTube because I'm on one screen where normally I have two. Are there any uh, questions or? No, any, no questions. Just people sharing their experience of what they've used. Publicity. Okay. Is anybody origin. is anybody dogging on Divi in there? <laughs> no, nah, nah, I think we're all Divi lovers here. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, anybody um, you know watching this episode currently, or if you watch it, uh, you know on YouTube, feel free to to leave a comment. Um, of course, we'd yeah. love to hear your feedback. Uh, do you guys want to do your uh, you guys want to do your final thoughts? Maybe we'll start with Tammy since she's been a little quiet, maybe because of her audio. We'll yes, see how, we'll see I'm how it goes. I'm hoping it's better now. It's not, it's not better. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, I just wanted to say that um, there's plenty of good page builders, uh, but try not to have the shiny software syndrome. That's yeah. my new term now. But um, <laughs> get to know Triple S. one that you really want to get to know and become an expert in it. Learn all the ins and outs. And that way you can um, improve your workflow and make your business more profitable. Maybe actually have some free time to have a little fun on the weekend. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who wants to go next? I'll go. Um, my final thought is, oh, I had my final thought and then I lost it. Um, my final thought is use it as an advantage. So when you're selling clients, don't be afraid to say that you're using Divi. I know a lot of people want to white label it, but I use Divi to say, you know, this is going to make it easier for you in the long run. It will be a custom site. It will do what you need for your business, but it allows you the freedom to be able to change your own content and feel like you're in control of your own website. So I'd just say, use it as a selling point. Don't feel like you have to hide the fact that you're using it because it makes it look like you're not as professional because I know for a fact that I'm still doing tons of stuff in the back end. Um, and so, you know, use it as an advantage. I'll go. All right. Um, well, I know they all have their online communities and Facebook groups, but I really do think Divi has, if, if not the biggest, you know, maybe second, but there's so many Facebook groups. There's so many, um, you know, tutorials, resources, and there's a lot of 
free, yes, paid stuff too, but there's a lot of free stuff out there. And I just think it's it's one of the page builders where if you you just have a lot of your fingertips to, to be able to learn it, there's really not a good reason to, to not learn it unless you just don't put the time into it. But as far as resources, they're out there. And Elegant Themes has, I'm sure everybody's noticed, we didn't think they could step up their blogging and layout and giveaway game anymore. And they just did again. So they're giving yeah. away like, what, like, I don't know. Two layouts a week, I think. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's an insane amount of work that goes into it. <laughs> yeah, I heard they're going to up their game again and they're going to be doing five layouts a day starting. Uh, next <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I would just say, you know, because of even that alone, I think it's a good reason to maybe um, definitely if you want to try try several out, go ahead. But I think that that's one of my reasons for recommending because of the community. Yay. Yay. All right, Tim, do you want to redeem yourself on your final thought too? <laughs> Wait, did I have a bad final thought last time? <laughs> I have no idea. Don't give him a conflict. <laughs> so my final thought would be, even though page builders allow you to build websites without knowing any code, don't let that stop you from deeper learning. Um, you know, learn, first of all, you know, kind of how websites are put together and the different uh, coding languages that, that are re required. And then if you want to take it a step further and actually start to learn those, because you'll be able to do so much more and you'll be uh, so much more efficient too, if you kind of know like what's happening and why it's happening. Um, I feel like it's great to kind of get your feet wet without having to know any code, but to, to be a true professional, I think, you, you know, it's best to kind of take it steps further as you go along so that you can, um, push Divi to its limits and yeah, just be a, a better prof professional for your clients or whatever. Yeah. I, I agree on that. Tim kind of, kind of, uh, said what, what, kind of said what I was going to say, but Sorry I will, uh, I'll kind of go, uh, you know, a different direction. Even if you do know, uh, CSS and, you know, PHP and, you know, JavaScript and, you know, you're taking SJ's jQuery course, don't be, don't be embarrassed to use a, a page builder and to let, you know, like Sarah was saying, let your clients know, that you are using a page builder. I mean, you don't have to like advertise yourself as, as like, you know, I'm Corey Jenkins, Divi developer, you know, you can still say you're, you're a website developer, a WordPress developer, but don't, don't be embarrassed to use something that is going to improve your workflow and make your websites better. So yeah, just because you can cool. build a website like totally from scratch doesn't mean that you should, you know, like page builders can take time even if you yeah. don't need them. <laughs> yeah, but but knowing knowing those extra those extra things, I mean, learn learn WordPress first first and foremost if if you're building websites in, in WordPress, know the ins and outs of it and, and stuff, and then and and then go from there. So, all right, well, I, I think that was a pretty good uh, pretty good episode. Um, who, who has, who has it handy of what we're covering next week? It'll be episode 78, I believe. I think Whatever it's jQuery, I think. Like learning. Yeah. Everything you need to know about jQuery in one hour. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> not, not what's going to happen. All right, everybody. Well, uh, thank you for, for tuning in. Um, you can, you can catch up on all of our past episodes and uh, watch our future episodes um, on, on YouTube. I have, I have all of our episodes there, also on Divi.chat, please, uh, and also on, uh, on iTunes. So please feel free to uh, leave us some reviews, comments. We want to hear your feedback. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> <It's> still live? <laughs>
how do I how do I turn how this do we on? turn it off? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs>